This podcast is brought to you by Stella Artois. When you're planning to enjoy everything Houston has to offer, especially all the great restaurants in our city, start with Estella. Whether you're going to eat with friends or solo, start with Estella. Stella Artois. Enjoy responsibly. Welcome to What's Eric Eating, Culture Map's bi-weekly look at all things Houston bars and restaurants. I'm your host, Culture Map food editor Eric Sandler. This is the show where we talk about some news in the world of restaurants and a couple of restaurants we've been to that we think you want to know about, which brings me to my co-host this week. She is a beverage consultant who has created the cocktail programs for a number of successful bars and restaurants. Linda Salinas, welcome back to the show. How are you? Oh, you know, just living my best life. <laughs> Thanks for doing this. Let us dive right into the news of the week. Topic number one, Permission Whiskey owner Peter Nolan has taken over operations at Ready Room, the cocktail bar and live music venue in the Heights. Now, I should say just as a, a point of clarification, Ken Bridge, the restaurateur behind Lola's Diner, Pink's Pizza, Mapa Jong, he still owns the Ready Room. Uh, but Peter Nolan and his business partner, Permission, are now the operating partners. So towards that end, they have, uh, they're going to change the cocktail menu. They're going to upgrade the patio. Uh, and Peter has hired Himanshu Desai, formerly of Musafir, as the new general manager for Ready Room. Linda, I sell that to say to you. What do you think about this? Is uh uh, maybe some some new some new blood some new ideas uh, coming into Ready Room. You know, it's interesting. I've always loved the Ready Room because of like it was. It's a cocktail. It was a cocktail bar. It still is a cocktail bar that isn't the normal Anvil alumni, uh, which I always really appreciate. There's nothing wrong with the Anvil alumni. Obviously, I come you, from that uh, house. Just, right for for <laughs> everyone who doesn't know, you are an Anvil alumni. I am. I am. But um, I, I love I love new new people in the system. And I think I mean, in all honestly, I used to always joke around with uh, him on she well, which actually we call him Himmy. Um, I always used to joke around with him. I was like, dude, you really need to go to other bars other than permission. And it wasn't because I thought that permission wasn't great. It's just it was one of his favorite bars. And it's funny that now he's just going to be down the street running the ready room. But I love the uh, I love the style of cocktails that he does. I remember at Musafir he did a big clarification, you know, program, you know, under with that giant kitchen. So we talked a couple a couple of days ago, and he said that there, he's going to change a couple of things, more classic forward classics and different ingredients. But um, I don't know. I think I think it's great. I think it's good for that that neighborhood. The bros need different places to drink. Yeah, I think I think what this does is it kind of gives the neighborhood like a third kind of cool cocktail bar, each with a different atmosphere, right? Permission is yeah. is glitzy and upscale. And if you want to drink really crazy top shelf spirits or elaborate theatrical cocktails, you know, with like smoke or whatever, permission's got you. You want that, that kind of chill, you know, neighborhood casual hang, easy's liquor lounge. You, you want classic cocktails, live music, an intimate room, a really pretty space, you know, honestly, like one of the the better looking 
bar spaces in Houston, in my opinion, you know, ready room and now Hemi to kind of run the thing and, and give it some new life. I think, I, I think this is going to be a really nice compliment to everything else that's going on in that area. I think so. Let's move on to topic number two. St. Julian's Social Club, a carnival theme bar, has popped up in the Quixote space through Halloween. Linda, this is uh, this is the latest project from Ben Mowbray, who I think I first met when he was at Downhouse. Uh, I know he was at Moving Sidewalk back in the day. He's been a grand prize for a long time. He was at the Toasted Coconut. This is like one of those kind of like like the kind of the last of the old school uh, first wave of craft cocktail bartenders, right? That's still that's still doing it. That hasn't like gone into work for a brand or or somewhere on the distribution side. Ben's still making drinks. Yeah, you you've been to, you've been to St. Julian's. I've been to St. Julian's. I don't know. Tell tell me what you think about Ben, and tell me what you think about St. Julian's. I mean, you know the thing the thing about it is is that R.I.P. Quixote. Uh, it's it's um, supposed to be coming back. I think uh, uh, I oh, talked okay. to I talked to Martin Steyer, but it's it's going to be at least a little bit, right? Because they just opened they just opened Nona's Pizza Family Pizza Tavern. So, and Elena Van, who made Quixote go obviously is is no longer there she's a pastore so yeah quixote is 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 hibernating but i don't think it's you know in the, in the parlance of the princess bride i think it's only mostly dead it's not it's mostly not all dead, dead. <laughs> mostly dead but not all dead no i mean um one of the things that i really love about ben is that ben ben has such a breadth of cocktails from classic cocktails like very avant-garde things to like fun silly stuff and that's really what i what i really love so much about his style is is that he reads he reads the room the way that it should be when you've been in the when you've been in the business as long as we have you know how to read the room and so that that space is is meant to be fun the cocktails are fun and because we know him you know we everyone aka you know the ogs or bar regulars it's a really nice space to to walk in and know it, it feels like a very cheers kind of place but with a lot of whimsy so um i don't know i mean i'm i don't know what it's going to be like in the next couple of weeks you know and what the hours are and all that good, uh, all that good stuff because everything around it closes early yeah i think the the plan as i understand it is wednesday through saturday 6 to midnight yeah 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 so kind of co- cocktail lounge because it's not I mean I think when I when, when whenever I think of bar it's always till 2 a.m. Sure. So but fun. I mean I like it. I'm into it. I like seeing people do different things other than the same regular old stuff. Yeah, I I I think all of that is well said. I I talked to Ben and and Rob Mungle, his the the chef who's kind of working with him on this. One of the things Ben said to me that really struck me was, you know, I crave novelty above anything else when i'm trying to figure out where to go on any given night even above quality which is not to say that what he's doing isn't of quality because it is but you're not going to get a sour a sour candy infused gin and tonic you know anywhere else in the city you're not going to get a a bubble gum uh vodka soda anywhere else in the city right so you yeah. know he's kind of taking these like like instead of a, a deep betty you know, lemon or whatever, like these these kind of off the shelf infused vodkas. He's making his own and he's putting a spin on it, paired with just like a completely ridiculous food menu. You know, a version of sausage on a stick, a version of corn in the cup, 
what they're calling candy sushi, which is like a Rice Krispie treat with a Swedish fish pressed into it. And instead of nori, it's wrapped in fruit roll up. Like they're not ridiculous. It's completely ridiculous. But but if, if you're, if your visceral response to that is that sounds like fun, you're going to really like St. Julian's. And if your visceral response is that's the dumbest fucking thing I've ever heard, you should not go there because you will be horribly (laughs) offended by it. Yeah. But, but, you know, the, the one other thing that I really like is that they're, you know, they have this wheel and you can spin it for prizes and every time someone, and it's five bucks. So it's a, it's a very easy decision to, to like, uh, let me see what happens. Five bucks, no big deal. They make a big deal about it. Every time someone spins, they, they call them up, they clap, you know, the whole bar gets a little quiet and then it's a big deal, whatever prize that person wins. So I, this is, this is a bar that's like, it's taking, it's taking the food and drink seriously, but it's not taking itself too seriously. And as a stop, you know, either before or after uh, hanging out at either the toasted coconut or no-nos, or like if you say you have dinner at Riel and you want, you want to like a fun, you know, you don't want to go to Anvil or like a traditional cocktail bar. You want something a little different. You could very easily go to St. Julian's. I, I just think this is really fun and I'm, I'm glad that it's happening. And I, I, I think you'll see me there uh, at least a couple of times between now and Halloween. Fun. What a, what a novelty. <laughs> yeah. Drinks, drinks without the pretension and the snobbery. It's uh, you, who doesn't, who doesn't like that? Right. All right. And then topic number three, Nando's Perry Perry, the South Africa based restaurant has opened its first Houston location near the Galleria in the same shopping center as Kenny and Ziggy's and El Bracco. Linda, this is, I, I know this isn't quite your wheelhouse, but this, this is a global juggernaut. This, this is a restaurant with locations all over the world. Uh, they've been very successful in both the Washington and Chicago areas. So let me just ask you, I mean, what do you, what do you know about Nando's and, and what is your excitement level about Perry Perry chicken? I mean, I'll, you know, how you know what I'm going to say. I personally think that if you are coming from another city somewhere else, do you know your neighborhoods? Do you know your base? Do you know what Houstonians like? Like, I think that opening up in the Galleria is always such a weird gamble because A, there's traffic, A, there's whatever, A, there's, you know, three, whatever, um, however many points I just said. <laughs> um <laughs> Uh, no, um, I think, you know, it's, it's specifically Houston is really weird about going outside the loop, which is right outside the loop a little bit. Right. But there's a lot of really great restaurants over there. You're coming up against a lot of other juggernauts. And so what does the menu look like? What is it going for? Is it family? Is it luxury? Is it, you know, what, what is it? So I, I'd, I'd like to see what that's going to look like because we we're Houstonians. We, we know our restaurants. So if, if it doesn't feel right, if it doesn't look right, if it doesn't, if, if it isn't accommodating to the Houstonian bye. <laughs> yeah. I, I think you're going to be, I think you're going to be surprised by just how, at least in the beginning, like how popular this restaurant is. Cause it has that, you know, if you have been to London, for example, or you've been to South Africa, or you've been to DC, like this restaurant is kind of a phenomenon. And yes, we have had South African places and we've had places that do peri-peri chicken, but they don't have this, 
Nando's reputation. And and I will say, if you judge them by nothing else other than the build out, like the amount of money that they spent on a family friendly, relatively affordable, ca- fast casual restaurant, you know, it's like it's wood surfaces, it's art that's commissioned by South African artists and brought to this country. I mean, it's a a lot of a lot of work has gone into the design of this place. And so if they can bring kind of that, if even half of that level of care is going into the food, then I think the food is going to be good. Colloquially, we've had we have friends who've who've tried to go. There's been a line out the door. They're sort of like, you know, maybe let the hype die down, maybe, maybe sneak in for lunch on a Tuesday instead of trying to do uh dinner on a Friday, at least in the beginning. But uh, you know, I think I think this is this is kind of one that's on the radar. Not not necessarily like competing to be like among the very best restaurants in Houston, but but certainly like a very delicious, very affordable uh, kind of lunch and dinner option that I think people are really going to enjoy. All right. We'll have to check it out. We will. All right, Linda, I'm going to say that does it for the news of the week. We'll be right back with our restaurants of the week. Stick around. Linda, for our Restaurants of the Week, I want to talk to you about two new, basically to-go, sandwich shops that have popped up uh, in the last couple of months. Let's start with Stuffed Belly. This is the restaurant in Spring Branch from MasterChef winner Christine Ha and her husband, John Suh. We know them from The Blind Goat, uh, which also recently opened in Spring Branch, and we know them from Sin Chow, their restaurant near downtown that's been nominated for a couple of James Beard Awards. Which I did the consulting for, their original beverage menu. <laughs> <laughs> right. So you're right. So so I know, I know, I've gotten to know Christine and John a little bit over the years. You know them pretty well. Yes. What did you think of Stuffed Belly? First off, I, I'm not a drive-through person. I'm, I'm an experienced person as far as food is concerned. But man, their fucking Szechuan chicken sandwich is outrageous it is so good i i was actually i was so pleasantly surprised at how good it was it's simple it's affordable it's normally not my thing i think the first time i went i had an egg sandwich that was less than ideal but it has been we we have we have discussed we have we have they have the the issue had been rectified but as a whole i mean I think it's a it's a good concept, you know, it's a great concept. And the fact that it's it's got a little bit of a line, but it's not like bananas out of control because it is all the way out there. It's uh it's just it's easy and accessible. Yeah, you know, I, I think all of that, I agree with all of that. I went on a Saturday afternoon, uh, I got the fried chicken sandwich. I agree with you. That's the big winner. Um, yeah, it's got that set you on spice, it's got that mala tingle. It's a it's a nice, pretty thick piece of chicken. It's crispy. Just it checks it's, all the it's boxes. A juicy boy, yeah, it's a yeah. juicy boy. Yeah, it's a it's a very delicious chicken sandwich. Uh, I also got I also tried the uh, the patty melt, which I thought was like you know a pretty good as a burger goes. I thought it was a pretty good burger. Uh, it's served on Texas toast instead of rye bread, which which threw me off a little bit. Like if you're gonna call it a patty melt, I really feel like it should be it should, it should be, be rye, rye bread. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm with but, you. <laughs> but I but you know, I thought overall I thought the flavors were good. Even though I know it has a drive-through, you mentioned the experience. I was not prepared 
for how small it is and how little seating there is just more more just for the sake of the audience like it really only has like six or seven backless bar stools like along a counter it, they're basically i mean you can't eat at them i i did but really it's basically just like a waiting area you know it's it's not really it's not it's not really designed to be consumed on site right the you know the 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 goal is utilize that drive through window and then take it home and eat it at home but you know there was a, a Houstonia article that that basically said you know we need one of these in every neighborhood in Houston you know i don't know if that's christine and john's uh, aspiration for it but you know and and i'd like to see a couple of more choices on the menu like they they've got the egg salad and the tuna salad you know i'd like to see like a kind of a traditional you know like a turkey something like that and maybe you know, maybe like a grilled chicken to go along with the fried chicken. Uh, so I, I think there's room for some growth on the menu. But what what they have already in these first couple of months is, is really tasty. And and I think, you know, it's off to a really good start. Anything else on stuffed belly? No, I mean, I want to see what else, what other sandwiches that they end up doing. I know that they've been doing, I know that Christine has been doing this like crazy bon me drop, which... For some odd reason, you crazy Houstonians love doing, you know, ice cream and sandwich drops like a bunch of maniacs. So uh. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know anything about that. Oh, you? Oh, whatever. Um, But yeah, I mean, I like I I, what I really love about Christine and and John is, is that they they know what they like. And so they generally are like, you know what? I really want to see this because I haven't seen this before. And that's, and that's, I really, I enjoy that sort of like vision with them. So we'll see well, what I'm saying. And we know Christine for her Vietnamese food, right? So that yeah. they're not doing a bon me. I, I think that's fine. You know, like yeah. she can show another side of her culinary skill set and, and have yeah. some fun with it and, and keep it casual, keep it relatively affordable. And this is good. And if you want her, you know, if you want our Vietnamese food, there's there's two restaurants, including one that shares a parking lot with it, uh, where you can get that. So I, you know, I think I, I like I said, I, I really enjoyed uh, the two sandwiches I tried at Stuff Belly, and I'm and I look forward to dining there again. I'm just going through. The, I'm right now. I'm, I'm really in my mortadella season right now in Houston. I'm like, I just want to see more mortadella, more mortadella. Like I've seen it on pizza, I've seen it in sandwiches. Like, come on, friends. This is the season. <laughs> well, I'm I'm so glad you mentioned Mortadella because that brings us to restaurant number two, Narwhal Jousting Club, the new sandwich option from Ninja Ramen owner Chris Wong and Chef David Ramos. You know, this is this is one of those where Chris, who who I've known since Ninja Ramen first opened, and uh, David, who I I don't know but but got to meet, they they brought us lunch like they they showed up at my house with a whole bunch of stuff for us to try because, you know, I've known Chris for a long time. You've known Chris for a long time, but you know, one of them was basically a mortadella, which is like a fancy, you know, Italian style ham. And then we had a burger. We had a, their, um, their mole, uh, spicy chicken sandwich, their hot dog with, uh, mapo chili on it. Yep. That was banging. Yeah. So, so what did you like? What, what did, what did you think of our lunch from Narwhal Jousting Club? It was it was great. I was also introduced to something called what did you guys call it? 
lady dinner, girl dinner? What was oh, girl what? dinner? Yes, yes. But so I'm like, what is that? What are you? What are you guys talking about? And they're like, it's tinned fish and whatever, like I don't, some sort of like. Yeah, uh, crudite and cheese and charcuterie. It's uh, yeah. yeah it's like, I was like, like what? a fridge what? clean out without any cooking. <laughs> it's a TikTok trend. You love TikTok. How have you not heard about this? Oh no, I've been busy. I'm sorry. I've been fucking making bagels. I don't know. <laughs> All right. We'll talk about talk about uh, what you liked from Narwhal Jousting Club. Honestly, that mortadella, their mortadella cheese situation is. I mean, I'm going through the season, y'all. I'm just saying. But that was really fantastic. Uh, you know me, I'm over burgers, but whatever. You, I know that's your thing. But the Mapo, the Mapo dog was so good. And I mean, honestly, this is, I think I, lo I love this style of food, like fun, accessible, like easy. They've only been open for a couple of, like a month or two. Is that correct? I Eric? think that's right. Yeah. That's, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. And so I think currently they're open for just lunch. Is that correct? Yeah, it's it's. So we should say this is located in the former Click Virtual Food Hall space on Durham Drive, like near Washington Avenue. So it doesn't really have seating. I mean, they they said they've got a table or two, but basically it's it's to go only. And for now, it's lunch only. Which obviously the, you know, from from my perspective, like the the thing that I would most like for them to do is expanded dinner because and and especially late night because i think it's yeah. such a no-brainer along washington late night sandwich delivery just seems like such a no-brainer but but to, to circle but back what on do the we menu, know right <laughs> well right i mean just to circle back on the menu uh you know i you're right i i'm with you on the mortadella uh i thought that was a very delicious combination of flavors i i did like the burger which they they top with pastrami so you get that kind of salty smoky like instead of a bacon cheeseburger it's a pastrami burger but that was really good and that mole chicken fried fried chicken sandwich i just thought was so tasty you know like like more kind of sweet and savory than like spicy uh but just like a very unexpected combo in a in a chicken sandwich and and something a little, little different just like just like that Szechuan spiced chicken is stuffed belly I, I think there's something really special about kind of you know, and, and it doesn't, you know, just like stuffed belly, like it doesn't have a, any sort of like culinary, it's not Italian, it's not French, it's not American. It's just, these are delicious sandwiches. Uh, and we're going to pull from whatever culinary influences seem most relevant to us. And I really enjoyed it. You know, I'm, I'm glad that, that Chris and David stopped by and I'm, I'm glad that we got to try all that stuff. Yeah, I mean, it's like, we don't have anything bad to say for anybody this week. I feel so kind of, you know, like what's happened to us? <laughs> uh, I'm sure that the next time you're on the show, you will find you will find something to rant about. <laughs> anything else on Narwhal Jousting Club? Nope. So hopefully we get a late night menu from them soon. Yeah, late night, late night menu would be the would be the big aspiration. And and until then, you know, everybody who's working from home or, or even in an office, you know, if you're basically inside the loop or even gallery area, it's, it's on all the delivery apps. So you can, you can pull it up and, and give it a try. And, and, you know, we're kind of living in this moment where there are more and better sandwiches in Houston than probably there have ever been. You know, we've talked about Lulu's day and night. We've talked about Mimo. Uh, we haven't talked about, you know, I had the guys from Padres wine shop on, they're doing sandwiches. Uh, we oh, haven't talked what? about, we haven't talked about, 
Fiora's uh, bottle shop in, in the Montrose Collective yet on the show, but I wrote about it for Culture Map. They're doing sandwiches. So it's just all of these different places uh, have just embraced. This well, I, well, and what's funny is, is that just a couple of months ago, you and I were like, there's no good sandwiches in Houston. And I guess they listened. Yeah, I guess <laughs> I'm right. It was like everybody was just kind of biding their time. Right. We even we even raved about Primo Hoagies a, a few months yeah. ago on this podcast. Uh, so. Yeah, it, you know, it's kind of a sandwiches are having a moment. Narwhal Justin Club and Stuff Belly are doing that trend justice. Linda, thank you very much. All right. Thanks so much. All right. That does it for today's show. Thanks so much for listening. Join me on Thursday when my guest will be Hak Sui from Ka Sushi, Fat Bao, and I Know the Onion.